1: Friday the 13th, Hour 2,
2: T-Row in the Morning Show.
1: Toby and TJ back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon.
2: Where does Friday the 13th rank in your scary movie uh, countdown? No number one. You were a huge scary movie fan back in the day. Number one and dead last.
1: (laughs) I have seen, uh, I have seen, I guess a couple of scary movies. I've seen Candyman. Is that one?
2: Yeah, that's a scary movie, yes.
1: Um, I accidentally saw Candyman.
2: Thought it was about a Snickers bar or something?
1: I was on a date and uh, went to see Candyman and just didn't know what it was about. I don't know if I thought it was about a guy who made candy. It's like the sequel to Willy Wonka or something. I didn't really care. you know. I was in college, and so I didn't really care. And um, the Scream, but I don't know. A scream's not really. It's kind of a spoof. It's not really a scary movie,
2: right? Um, it would that. fall into the, the the horror category, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Comedy, yeah.
1: I've seen Scream. I I think that's kind of a fun movie. I've seen that, but not any of the classics. I have not seen Friday the Thirteenth. I have not seen uh, Saturday the Fourteenth, Sunday the Fifteenth. Any of those. So, anyway. Uh, Toby and TJ back with you. We got Tony Caridi, voice of the Mountain Men, coming up bottom of the hour. Going to try to learn more about uh, the Sooners' opponent tomorrow in the LNC, 11 a.m. tip. I asked um, I asked Coach Moser delicately about the foul situation last night, TJ, the negative 47 free throw attempts, and he delicately answered it. Um I did not know this. You know, we kind of added up, I think, uh, Wednesday when we were talking about the topic of fouls, we added up that OU had taken more free throw attempts, significantly more free throw attempts than their opponents in non-conference play. Right. Which made the negative 47 in conference play, you know, so much more glaring. But Coach Moser said last night they were top 20 in the country in fewest fouls going into Big 12 play. He's like, we just we don't foul. We're not a team that fouls a lot. We never have been. Um I and mean, my teams never foul. It's like one of our where well, their traits, we don't foul a lot. We're top 20 in the country this year in fewest fouls going into Big 12 play, and then all of a sudden, like we can't do anything right. So we'll see, we'll see what happens tomorrow because no team in America draws more fouls than West Virginia. They lead the nation in most drawn fouls <laughs> it's, you're gonna have another football game tomorrow in the lnc so we'll see whether or not the the refs are still picking on the sooners or not uh nfl playoffs teach. we have six super wild card games coming up this weekend two of two of them on saturday 330 the seahawks at the 49ers who you
2: got 49ers, even though the Seahawks seem to be carrying some momentum here. I'll go I'll go uh, 49ers.
1: You're a big Brock
2: Purdy guy? No, but it is uh, impressive what he's done thus far. So, yeah, yeah, I'll give him credit. Primetime game Saturday night has the Chargers at Jacksonville. Who you got? You know, I don't know that I've seen the Chargers play one time this year. I've seen Jacksonville probably a couple of times. I don't know that I've seen the chargers play at all this year. I'll go Jacksonville. I remember I think you're right on that one too. I think
1: uh early like week 4 week 5 something like that in the NFL season our king of the mountain competition people were fading Jacksonville. Yes. And I told them because the Colts had played them once or twice by that point. I was like, "Listen people, Jacksonville's good." You got to knock off this strategy, and then they went on to like lose seven straight. As soon as I said that, and I don't know if that's the number, but they went on a losing streak. And then I remember we came on and said, "Remember how stupid I was when I said Jacksonville's good?" And then they won the rest of them from that point on. So they ended up in the end. They took a circuitous route to get there, but they're good. Ooh, what a word! Sunday game, people. Noon,
2: Dolphins at Bills, Fish at Buffalo. Yeah, uh, Buffalo's going to win this game, and I would pick uh, whoever's playing the Dolphins to win because the Dolphins, for whatever reason this season, have highly annoyed me.
1: Do you like their coach or no? Mike McDaniel. I, I
2: think that's part of it. I thought I did in the beginning. Now I find him really annoying. I find all the Tua stuff really annoying. Like There's so much drama around him that... Uh, I would pick whoever they're playing. So, but Buffalo's the better team there anyway. So I'll go Buffalo.
1: I do like anytime I see a Mike McDaniel clip come across my social media, I do stop and listen. I still find him entertaining. He's just so different. It's like they've, it's like they've handed the king to the uh, the keys to the castle over to the water boy or something. You know, the equipment manager. I can't believe he's the head
2: coach. <laughs> he does look like he's uh, put like a, uh, some type of magical spell on people to confuse them and uh, mm-hmm. have taken over the power of the team.
1: 3.30, the New York football giants at Vikings. Who you got?
2: Probably the toughest choice I've had of any of the games you've asked thus far. I'll go Minnesota only because they're at home.
1: primetime Sunday night, Ravens at Bengals.
2: No no Lamar, right? Right, No Lamar that they know of. He still hasn't practiced this week, so it would be a a surprise, I think, if he played. So I'll go Cincinnati, which I would go even if he was playing. I would go Cincinnati.
1: And it's all building to Monday night football, a Monday night playoff game. This is beautiful. Your Dallas Cowboys and red-hot Dak Prescott. At Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers,
2: Fred Hot Dak Prescott for who the other team?
1: How was that with facetiousness?
2: Um, Tampa Bay. No, oh, really. Uh, there's we're uh, back on the uh, not believing in your team train now. Huh? I don't believe in my team. They've never beat Tom Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott cannot seem to get through a game without throwing one or two stupid interceptions. Right, just bad interceptions. Um. So, no, I do not believe in this team. But perhaps that's part of my strategy. TJ just picked the six
1: home teams to win the playoff games uh, this weekend.
2: Mm. And the fact that they're hosting two is a joke. Mm-hmm. Go but ahead. I'm only saying that because it affects my team this time around. They've got the worst record of these two teams. Oh, they got a losing
1: record. But they're the division champion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was a now Dallas round. is the
2: better team. Dallas should win, but I do not trust Dak right now. And obviously, on that stage in those situations, I touch trust Tom Brady. So
1: let's keep this riveting round of who you got going. Okay, let's carry it over into your Big Twelve Saturday slate basketball. Now, men's basketball, one o'clock. K State, perfect four and zero in the Big Twelve, at TCU. TCU's two and two, but Every game they've played, like OU, has gone right to the buzzer. Who you got? It's in
2: Fort Worth. Cowtown. I'm going to say Purple wins.
1: This is the Big 12 championship game. The Big 12 football championship game. That's right. Who wins? Purple. No, 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 no. Come on. Nice try.
2: I will go home team in that one. I think uh, Kansas State finally drops their first uh, conference game. Three o'clock, undefeated, Iowa State at Kansas. Kansas. Well, that was fast. Well, they've got a built-in 18 points, so that's hard to overcome when you start out a game uh, down 18 already.
1: Prediction, it's a close game with three minutes left and then 17 (laughs) calls go their way? Exactly. It is at the fog. 5 o'clock, OSU at Baylor, both teams 1 and 3.
2: Um... Both teams one and three in conference, but Baylor's been better at home. I'll go Baylor in a close one.
1: Okay. And the late game Saturday night, Texas Tech at Texas.
2: I'm going to go the road team here. I should have gone road team in all these picks when now that I thought about it. When you're asking me, because that seems to be the uh, uh, the running theme here in the Big 12. I'll go road team here. Tech picks up their first conference what? win of the year. Why? because Texas seems like too easy of a pick there oh, so okay. I'm going to Fine. go tech okay Fine. Um, And of obviously I've saved
1: this one for last 11 a.m. Saturday OU
2: West Virginia in the LNC who you got Does the team rally around Bob Huggins and his recent divorce? Or are they all emotionally drained from the week and cannot uh mm-hmm. cannot overcome that? There's an extra um, seat on the plane, so you right. spread out a little bit. I'll go Oklahoma at home. All right. To move uh a close one, right down to the final uh, possession, probably. Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely a close game, yeah. But I'll go Oklahoma. One more game a close one.
1: One more game in the who you got. One hundred forty five today, Premier League leads
2: at Aston Villa. Who you got? Uh, Aston Villa will win this game by four goals. Four
1: goals? That would mark the end of the Jesse Marsh era if he loses by four today. For sure. He's hanging by a thread as it is. All right. Well, you took the home team in every game except for probably the game where the home team is the favorite <laughs> the most <laughs> the by. Biggest, the biggest favorite. Yeah. You've taken Texas Tech. To pick up their first conference win in Austin Saturday night.
2: But other than Do that, they have some NFL. of the... I should have asked, do they have any of their guys back that they're missing? Do we know that? Nah, I'll, stay, I'll stick with Tech. I would think
1: so. Nah, I mean, the the Baccio should be back. He might have a splint on his hand, but he should be back. And it was a concussion for Isaacs, so... I don't know. That was uh, a week and a half ago now. You would think, right? So you would right? think that he would be back then, yeah. You would think. I, you know, honestly, I maybe he played in the midweek. They got pounded by Iowa State. I didn't even look at that box score. So I'm not sure. I wish I, I – uh, I, uh, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, okay, well, it's going to be a fun day. And OU tips it all off, 11 a.m. in the LNC. A final prediction from you, TJ. How big or small will the crowd be in the LNC tomorrow?
2: I don't remember what I said the other day. You, you didn't said seven like thousand. I think I'm going to bump it up to eighty-eight hundred.
1: Official attendance prediction: eighty-eight hundred. 8, yes, ah, that would be so disappointing. All right, we'll see. I hope you're wrong. I hope you're low. Will will it be eighty-eight? Will it be eight-seven? nine eight and then you and bronx walk in to make it 8800 maybe so maybe
2: so are you thinking about going to the game it's been discussed but i don't know that i can't give you a definite answer yet depends on how tonight goes maybe that yeah that may be a big part of it <laughs> it's just... you got a morning game following a
1: night of bowling and <laughs> right festivities that's right here's your there's no chance tj's at this game tomorrow, folks. <laughs> Zero, yeah. We'll be lucky if he's up to watch. Oh, the I'll game be up. Stop,
2: stop. I haven't bag. slept those, till
1: 11 a.m. in years. One of those ice bags on his head. Let's see, you're gonna win this thing because of the ringer that you've brought in, the cheating that you've done, and then you're gonna party all night <laughs> celebrating your victory, Just throwing cash around, blowing the million dollar prize that you've won. Seven seventeen. We got Tony Caridi coming up live. Bottom of the hour. We'll be back.
0: It may be 2023, but that doesn't change things around here. At The Ref, we are still dedicated to bringing you the best Sooner coverage in the state and beyond. This is your home for Sooner fans, The Ref Radio Sports Network.
2: Riverwind brings you the T-Row in the morning show each and every day. They power this show. OKC's number one gaming destination They are simply the best. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. They are number one. Riverwind Casino. That was a great read. Thank you. Thank you. Practiced. Air Comfort Solutions text line. The entire bowling uh, draft segment equaled pure radio gold. Gold. Toby, you cannot trust anyone with a circle drives.
1: No. I've learned this the hard way, folks. Uh, sometimes even your best friend will stab you right in the front. And that, that has happened in this situation. Oh, what time? Uh, I would like to get young Pierce on the radio.
2: I want him on this. Oh, good, good luck with that. Young what? Pierce is rarely ever up before nine a.m. He's a college kid. I can I don't tell you to Pierce, uh, Pierce, if you're listening, uh, call yeah, in, call in, call in real quick.
1: I, I wake uh, him up. I-, I don't care. Seriously,
2: don't- that's the thing. You don't wake him up either. I I I've, I've what do you texted. You don't wake him up. Well, I've texted or called before, and it'll be eleven, eleven thirty before I get a response. That's typically uh pierce's uh <laughs> we hired this guy pierce is waking up time. obviously very we hired responsible him he's a great bowler very responsible if he needs to be here for a show you know if he's here at nine for the plank show he's people, here you hear how he's trying to avoid getting pierce on i said pierce if you're listening pierce to call is gonna admit pierce you can ask pierce tonight in person see it in his face he'll tell you i didn't know okay i'm gonna look him right in the eye look eyes. him right in the eye uh, this sounds all. This all sounds like it's made up by TJ to stir up drama. It's TJ's fault. Maybe it's TJ's fault. Maybe I am making up that he was even on a high school bowling team to make you guys think he's better than he is to put that in your head and make you concerned about him before you even God, need to I'll be, be concerned about him.
1: That's next. That's maybe I'm next checkers.
2: level like that.
1: It's chess over
2: checkers type stuff. Doug sermons, had... <laughs> uh, sermons would issue TJ a technical. What'd you say? This <laughs> texture says Doug Sermons would issue TJ a technical. That's good. That's great. Hmm. Uh, it's shenanigans. <laughs> uh, let me say that word correctly. It's, shenan- <laughs> it's shenanigans like this which led to OSU hating OU and Holcomb not being on the air. I'm just worried about what Toby will do. T-Row in the morning show on the Blitz. Traber in the T-Row show. T-Row, Eddie, and Todd in the morning. Maybe he pursues a macaroni and heads south to the ticket. The blood is on your hands, TJ.
1: Ladies
3: and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture.
1: I would tell you, I think the texter's right. This is the shakiest TJ and I's relationship has been in a long, long time. It's been time. a rough week. It's been and a rough week. I am considering all offers at this point. <laughs> What's the guy's name in Enid that beat you out for uh, best TJ on the, in the state of Oklahoma or beat a, his show, beat our show? Remember yeah. the guy in
2: Enid? Allen. I think his name was Allen. Alan, what was the category he beat us in? Uh, personalities of the year. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Allen, you need a partner up there, buddy? Uh, camo sooner, morning y'all. That hoodie that Toby was wearing last night at Rudy's is sweet. Maybe mm. TJ has an old gift card so he can give him one too. <laughs> Which one were you wearing last night? Uh,
1: black and gray, with like a it's got a big horizontal stripe across. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a nice. Hoodie. I like that one. It's comfortable. I don't. I, I I think I bought that one. I can't remember. I've had it for a couple of years, but. I haven't seen anybody else in it, so I don't think it was Team Issued. I think I might have bought that one. Wow,
2: I do get a lot of shoot. comments on that when I walk in. Uh, let's see here. About 45 years ago, my – it says came done to family bowling night. I That predictive mm-hmm. test got you. Someone in his uh, family came to a family bowling night already angry about something. His ball was sticking to his thumb the first two balls and never found <laughs> wood until about halfway down. He turned around and headed out the door, walked home wearing rental shoes. That's from Dodger Blaine. What, 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 what is this? Blaine. Dodger Blaine. Are you what re- is this? Are you related to what uh, James have you Hill? Giving us? Is James Hill in your family? <laughs> By
1: the way, I got a call from Heyday. Day. Uh, James is practicing, he's already there practicing. <laughs>
2: Go ahead. Pull yourself together. Uh, I I was (laughs) I was at the Oklahoma Football Coaches Association last night. Derek Mason spoke. Good on him for showing up. Would have been real easy for him not to come. That's from Dylan. Well, he was on sabbatical. What else? (laughs) What's he got to do? He's just relaxing now. Just speaking at engagements. Yeah. Um. Let's see. When do I get a sabbatical,
1: by the way? How many years do I have to put in at the ref to get a six-month sabbatical?
2: Just to work on myself. Well, I'm about to give you one. You keep accusing me, uh, keep accusing me of being a cheater. Okay. All right. uh, t- t- Toby is accusing TJ of cheating, but then he's going to show up tonight with Big Ernie McCracken on his team. I don't cheat and I don't lie. Man, I wish I knew a Big Ern. Ah) <sighs> What kind of shenanigans are they pulling on you, T-Row? That sounded a lot like monkey business to me. It was. I tell you, here, my hope, I, I
1: haven't even told you guys who's on my team yet, but I have put all of my hope in uh, Travis Davidson. I took With my first pick, I took Travis. I have no idea how good of a bowler he is. According to Travis, he said, I'm somewhere between an A- and a B plus,
2: Huh. Which, for our group, is a really high grade. It is a high grade. And so it's okay for you to reach out for Travis and get inside information, but if I reach out to Pierce and had inside information, that's cheating? That's correct.
1: <laughs> Travis says everybody asked him how good of a bowler he was the last few days. I didn't ask him. Um... I also just am kind of piecing together this is a guy who owns bars. That's true. feels like a guy who owns bars would
2: know how to bowl. So he looks I'm like putting, a guy that would be at a bowling alley a lot.
1: I've also my first two picks, I have no idea how good a bowlers they are. I've never seen them. They've never been at our event before. Actually, my first three picks. Let me just give you my team. I took Travis with my first pick out of the 918. My second pick I went with young Connor. Yes. Who I was kind of hoping was a Pierce. I was hoping Connor was secretly cuz he's an athlete. He was a baseball player in college. And I was kind of hoping he was, you know, secretly a really good bowler. Maybe he is. I don't know. I'm rolling the dice. He's on that. um He's a, a very Southern humble Naz-
2: kid, so I did ask him, and he's like, eh, eh not really. No, I, I'm all right. You know, so Ropeful it's hard to tell with it. Connor.
1: A Southern Nazarene type got to stick together, too. And then with the third pick, and I think I might
2: have got a steal here. We'll find out. <laughs> I went with the steal man. If, if you got a steal, he's been playing everyone for weeks. He seems highly concerned and anxious over tonight. In fact, Mm -hmm. yesterday he came to me and he goes, how many games do we bowl? And I said, usually only had time for one (laughs) because there's so many of us. He goes, okay, I think I can make it through one. He goes, I was really worried we bowled two games.
1: (laughs) I think I can make it through one.
2: (laughs) Here's what I'm hoping from the Steelman. You
1: know how you go to the golf course and – you know, you're hitting on the driving range. You're getting ready for the first tee. You're waiting behind a group. You know, you got your foursome, and you're waiting behind a foursome. And the foursome in front of you, the average age is like 78 years old. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, we're good. this is going to take forever. We're going to be behind these guys all day. It, it, it It's hard for them to even get the club out of the bag and then – they got to, like, climb the little hill up to the tee box, and one of them's having to help the other even get up the hill, and it waddles over and has a hard time putting the tee in the ground. and You're like, oh, man! And then what? he stripes it <laughs> because he's been playing golf for his whole life. He's, he's crafty, you know. He's figured it out. He doesn't hit it 250, but he hits it right down the fairway and he, and then they race off from you can't keep up with them because they're so good that's what I'm hoping from the
2: steel man and maybe that's he's what you get old and crafty maybe that's what you get because if this were a golf uh, event then i would probably agree with you more he plays a lot of golf i just i'm telling you he's been medically concerned about this bowling event for a couple of weeks yeah I might have hosed myself. Hoping the body holds up. All
1: right, got to take a break. Caridi's getting restless. we got to uh, we got to get him on the air. So quick timeout. When we come back, we're talking to uh Calm down, the voice Tony. of the Mountaineers, the governor himself, Tony
0: Caridi. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Sooners and the mountain men coming up tomorrow morning
1: 11am tip it's like an OU football game tomorrow teach and the uh the man on the other mic is the governor of the great state of West Virginia Tony Caridi good morning Tony how are you today
3: Toby I'm wonderful how are you
1: I'm doing good looking forward to seeing you again my friend
3: yeah it's always good and as you said 11am start for you guys which uh is not convenient for fans but always enjoyed by the uh, visiting team so they can get home quick.
1: <laughs> You'll be back in your living room with Charles Barkley. Is that his name?
3: That's, yes, he just completed his walk. He's done. Yes, yes. By dinner correct. time. You and Chuck
1: will be back on the couch by dinner time tomorrow. Yeah. Well, um, how surprised were you, if at all, with the Larry Harrison news yesterday?
3: I'm very surprised, um, quite honestly. I was over there at Two in the afternoon and doing our TV stuff and didn't hear a snicker of it or a word of it. And then at 4 o'clock our time, uh, it came down. So um, unusual, obviously, to happen at this point in the season. And um, as Hugs said in the release, you know, you wish them the best and uh, you make a move. Obviously, things aren't sitting well here, um, 0-4 uh, in the conference, and have struggled you know, in the last couple of years uncharacteristically. And so um, we'll see if anything changes going forward now.
1: Well, I understand you're in a sensitive position, so feel free to pass. But is, as far as you know, is this just related to the play on the court or is there something else going on
3: there? I don't think there was any, nothing off of the court now. There was no, no issues. There's not going to be any You know, story that comes out about anything, you know, um, illegal or unjust or anything like that. I I just think that at this point, um, it's probably more philosophical than anything else.
1: Great non-conference run for West Virginia. Like Oklahoma, they have struggled early in Big Twelve play. What has been the issue so far in conference play for them, or is it just, hey, this is a tough conference?
3: I think it's both. Um, I think, you know, looking at your results and looking at our results, I think that we're kind of together, and to be honest with you, I think Baylor was also in the same boat where when they came in, they were 0-3, and you could make a very strong case that they should have been 2-1, close losses. And the same thing with you guys. Um, And I think the same with us. You know, losing to start league play at K-State, you had it. You know, you're up big and you don't finish. Oak State. You come back to get the lead, and we, we literally gave that game away when Eric Stevenson um, was you know, fouled out of the game. And he had a technical foul. and So they're really super close. But as you know, in this league, uh, close does not matter, and no one cares. <laughs> because, you know, from top to bottom, it's going to be just really, really good every single time you go out there. And so uh, you're sitting here at 0-4. And you're just saying woulda coulda shoulda, but you better get something going because you as you said, you know, they, they blipped into the national rankings, they got into twenty fourth spot right before conference play started, and we're off to a good run. Their only losses at that point were um Purdue and At Xavier. And so those were good losses and so far, you know, have not had anything positive happen in league play.
1: Um What, in your mind, does this team do best? And what, in your mind, would you say, is their weakness?
3: Well, the weakness, you know, our program is defined by defense and defined by rebounding. That's what the staple has been with hugs, And they don't defend well enough. Last year they were god-awful in defense. And this year, they're not as good as they can or should be or need to be. So I think that's probably it. And then the biggest thing at this point, um, Toby, as far as shooting the ball goes, you know, this team was shooting the ball really, really well non-conference. But since coming into the league, I mean, it's stunning how badly they've shot the ball because you thought, okay, they made, you know, like you guys went heavy portal and, Got nine new faces on here. That could change it. And they were averaging, you know, um, you know, 70s and scoring the ball well, shooting the ball well. And since we started in the league play, we're dead last in field goal. Pers- we're dead last in scoring, I think it is, and dead last in three-point percentage, and just it's all gone awry. So I think that what we're seeing right now, we're experiencing regression. But I think we went from so – you know, shooting it well to so rock bottom. At some point, it's going to trend back to the middle where it's going to find itself. So I don't think we end the season as the worst shooting team from three because I think we have guys that can make them. But at this point, they're they're in a uh, they're in a low point.
1: Tell me more about Eric Stevenson. Um, you mentioned the OSU game. He's an interesting guy. Very good shooter, or at least on the season has been. Difficult cover at his size. Mm-hmm. um and and yet enigmatic it seems like hugs has been frustrated with him at time uh, w- tell me more about this guy
3: well fourth school and played at wichita with your guy yeah. for a season and um has been around so he went wichita he went washington he went south carolina now he's at west virginia the new world that we're living in fourth school Uh, I like him a lot. Um, Super energetic, but at times has struggled to control that emotion. So it's a classic case like all of us. Um, Your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Energy and talking is what gets him revved up, but energy and talking is what got him into trouble and has gotten him into trouble. He has fouled out of three of the first four Big 12 games, and he had not had a foul out in any of the games previous to league play starting. He's a guy that you need on the floor. He can score it in bunches. He is one of those guys that has regressed back. I mean, he's shooting almost, He was shooting almost 50%, like 48 or 49 from three, like going into the league. And that just wasn't his career. I mean, if you just take a look at his career numbers, he's not a 48% shooter. No one is, right, from three. But he now has gone into a, a total funk, and it's going to come. he'll come back out of it. You know, if you're West Virginia, you're hoping it starts tomorrow. But at some point, he'll get back. But long answer to your relatively short question is that as he goes, is how West Virginia will go. I think for the rest of the season, he's that one guy that can score it in bunches.
1: It is amazing how many former Greg Marshall Wichita State Shockers. We run into around the country. I mean, they when we got you mentioned we got one. Everybody seems to have a former Wichita <laughs> State player on their team. Yeah,
3: and you know the funny thing is, um, when I was doing my notes last night on your guy Grant, um, like I have this computer software system that I use, and so I'm doing your no- I'm doing your notes, and his name comes up, so I click on the notes box, and all of the notes box were filled. It was all filled, and I went like. Where would that come from? And then, so I had to do the research, and I go back, and I said, oh, he was at, the notes transferred over from when he was at Wichita. So, in fact, we played Eric Stevenson when he was at Wichita. We met those guys in Cancun, and he put 20-some on us. Uh, back then, but that was like eons ago, and it's just so bizarre. You're right. I mean, you just run into these guys, and they're from all over the place. That's a professional play-by-play
1: guy, right there, TJ. I mean, he's got his notes transfer over season to season, from school to school, and everything. That's unbelievable. That's next level preparation. Well, right there.
3: I do, Toby. I didn't want to bring it up, but it is about time that we move away from sharpies and Manila folders for you. <laughs>
2: It's the highlight um, of his year is his Office Depot trip. I love. He'll take hey. that from him.
3: You know what? You say that, but, like, my big thing every year is also to go to Office Depot and get my oh, big glue best. stick and my new set of Sharpies. It oh, is it's a, it's a good best. moment.
1: I don't sleep the night before if I know I'm going to Office Depot. <laughs> most important – it sounds like, I'm. Uh, you know, keys to the game is what I'm going to ask you. It sounds like shooting the basketball. What's What's the most important thing tomorrow against Oklahoma?
3: The deep dive on you guys, and this is a carryover from Lon Krueger, is that you guys don't foul, and <laughs> West Virginia,
1: forget that. I mean,
3: you don't put people on the line. Yeah, You're just doing the analytics. You guys don't put people on the line. And that was true well,
1: until big play, big twelve play started. Now okay, uh, well, we are, at, we are. I think we lead the world in fouling now. But yeah, that okay, was well. That's true. good.
3: Keep, keep it, keep it going at least for another day. That'd be fine. So. Interesting stat is that West Virginia has gotten to the line more in league play in the last five years than anybody else. And so we have to get to the line as an offensive ingredient. And unfortunately we haven't made them so far, uh, but we were at 72% before league play started. So the fact that if you don't foul, that's a huge part of this game. Plus, um, you know, I really love the way you guys are playing and you're patient and you pass the ball well. Your Kansas game, you know, I was sitting there watching it and going like, you know, it's just like it's well, fundamentally well done and very, very solid. As coaches would say, they run really good stuff. And so I think I was really impressed with you guys. So it's just a bad matchup uh, if you don't foul, to be quite honest with you.
1: Yeah, you've hit on the stat of the game, I think. Oh, uh, Kansas shot 31 free throws in the second half on Tuesday against us. So uh, I think that you're right. West Virginia gets to the line. If they are able to do that Saturday, Oklahoma's in trouble. If they're not, West Virginia might be in trouble. Uh, By the way, before we let you go, TJ, did you know there is a kiosk on the concourse of the (laughs) WVU Coliseum? where fans can take a photo with a digital Tony Caridi.
2: Wow. That's when how do big you time this that? guy
1: is. Uh, it's unknown whether I have a seat to broadcast the game from tomorrow. <laughs> Unbelievable how big time this guy I is I in West Virginia.
3: Two things. I, I, I We did that video before the season started. I still haven't seen the kiosk, but our, our good buddy at Kansas, Brian Haney, saw it, and he sent it out on our group chat, so ha, ha, ha. But anyway... My disappointment on this trip is the fact that because it's an early game, I'm not going to have a chance to get to go to our Tiffany's. favorite. Back in, yeah, our breakfast place. We we we've, we've enjoyed going there the last two or three trips, and unfortunately, it's going to be too early. So that's a miss well, on our say, part.
1: You can get up 6:30 and get there if you'd like. Oh, I know they'll be I there, can. but you know how that goes. I, I got how you. That goes. I got you, Tony. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Safe travels, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.
3: All right, man. Take care. Thanks for the time.
1: Tony Caridi, Voice of the Mountaineers. Quick break. We'll be back
0: did you miss one of our shows don't beat yourself up because we've made it easy for you to beat that ref army fomo catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the ref podcast page just go to kref.com and click on the podcast page or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for kref the home of suitor fans here for you 24 7 365 at the krf podcast page
3: what does the 50th anniversary of title nine mean
2: It means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blaze the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Oklahoma high school
0: sports. This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. It's the T-Row in the morning show. If you love the T-Row in the morning show, you can thank Riverwind Casino. They power the show each day. Showplace Theater currently housing games, but will soon house concerts and events again as they will resume in the summer of 2023. This Air Comfort Solutions texture, though, however, does not enjoy us, bruh, which if uh, that texture was near my wife right now, would have just been put in handcuffs and taken to jail. Bruh. Bruh. Can we get Parker, Tyler, and Teddy on all day? Y'all don't talk enough football. No. Bruh. Bruh. That is like the greatest compliment I have ever been given in my 20-plus years, so thank you. Thank yeah. you for your kind words.
1: Listen, as I've said many times on this station, the... um. Owners, program director, which TJ is, have arranged our station perfectly. (laughs) It is an all day crescendo. All right. You wake up in the morning and you listen to us, and you can't help but be slightly disappointed, maybe significantly disappointed. But if you hang in there, as the day goes along, it gets better and better and better, and better, until you get to three to six, when our superstars arrive, Teddy and Tyler, and just knock it out of the park. So, instead of, like, some of these stations are up and down all day, you know, you might like this guy, and you don't like this guy, and you like that, whatever, We are a slow build all day long. Like a good chicken noodle soup. We know, TJ and I are fully aware that we stink. But, You're going to, because of that, when Chris comes on, you're going to be like, oh, this guy's pretty good. And then you're going to listen to him, and then Steely and Parker come on, you're going, holy cow, these guys are unbelievable. And then, so, just hang in there, man. Hang in there.
2: Man, that's twice. Two days in a row someone's told me I stink, so, man. Yesterday it was my wife, and now you today, so. Oh, shower, shower. She did. Uh, I went to, uh, she was leaving from dinner to go back to work, and she gives me a kiss, and she goes, "Ah." You smell like outside. (laughs) Thank you, Uh, Yes, thank you. Alan Klepper, uh, someone's all over the uh, personality of the year. Uh, Oh, Alan Klepper up in Enid. That's right, that's right. Hey, Alan, you hiring? (laughs) Uh, And last one here before we hit the top of the hour. Uh, Toby always sounds annoyed when a Cobra Kai or Karate Kid uh, is referenced. It does. It highly annoys him.
1: Yeah. I think it's stupid. (laughs) I think you're stupid. I just know my wife has always had a crush on Ralph Macchio. And who hasn't in their uh, life? So uh, I think I'm just jealous. I think that's all it is. Eight o'clock. We'll be back.